Algar Productions. Sarcastic Voyage presents the continuing story of Contentment Corner, starring Mark Bosco as Sheriff Trace Irons. Good morning, Deputy Cinder. I wanted to compliment you on the particularly high quality of coffee this morning. And these reports you worked up last night. Easy to read, expertly filed. You are a credit to the force, Deputy. I, uh, thanks, Sheriff. You know I've been working with you for a really long time, and I still don't know how to respond to this whole constant praise and encouragement style of management of yours. You can get much further in life with a kind word and a gun than you can with just a gun, I always say. Wasn't it Al Capone who said that originally? I reckon so, but just because a man's committed a crime doesn't mean he's incapable of producing the occasional word of wisdom. Ah, touche. Was there something you needed, deputy? Oh, right. Well, sir, Sheriff Trojan Malloy is here. She seems to be under the impression that you're reinstating her as deputy. Well, good. Good? Yeah, she's under that impression because that was the exact impression I gave her. So our communication is off to an excellent start. Sheriff, this was before your time, but Malloy was a deputy here five years ago, at age 13. Sheriff Steele felt that her unassailable detective skills would outweigh any liabilities caused by her age, or her entirely non-existent social skills. I did know all of this, but I appreciate you bringing it to my attention nevertheless. Her parents forced her to quit the sheriff's department, thereby abandoning her post during one of the most devastating crises in the town's history. If not for the timely intervention of a federal agency, Contentment Corner as we know it might have turned out less of a town and more of a smoking crater. You know my policy on shouldas, couldas, and mightas, deputy. Yes, sheriff. They all end in duh. Quite inspiring, that little piece of homespun wisdom. I'm thinking of taking up needlepoint so I can embroider it on something. In any case, upon her retirement from law enforcement, Miss Malloy took up a career in journalism, where she, as I'm sure you no doubt realize, forced our mayor to resign in disgrace after countless years of faithful service. <laughs> yeah, she's a tenacious one, all right. That is one way to put it. Sheriff... I'm not a particularly superstitious person, but we do live in Contentment Corner, and there's a very real and quantifiable possibility that Trojan Malloy is, well, a jinx. If there's one quality I've tried to embody as this town sheriff, it's fairness. Really, Sheriff? I had no idea. Trojan Malloy is, as you point out, an excellent detective. She's also recently graduated high school and passed into legal adulthood. I see no reason why we can't give her another chance. Maybe a loose cannon is exactly what we need to shake things up around here. Sheriff, I think the issue is more that she's an incredibly rigid cannon that can only fire in one extremely lethal direction. Sheriff, my appointment was for 8 a.m. Malloy. What? Deputy Cinder was just leaving. <laughs> Sorry to keep you waiting, Miss Malloy. You're correct to point out that civic institutions have a responsibility to honor their appointments. I know. So, when do I get my gun? Sheriff, you know what that, uh... That, Deputy, is an alarm I'd hoped we'd never have to respond to. Get Deputy Malloy here set up with a uniform, radio, weapon, and the proper credentials, and have her meet me in the basement of the pumping station on Fifth and Park. Fifth and Park. Got it. This sounds pretty serious, Sheriff. Should I go... You'll stay behind and monitor the situation. That seems fair. <laughs>
there. Did I tell you or did I tell you? Your rhetorical choices give little room for one to maneuver. But I must concede, this is indeed an impressive assortment of lethal materiel. I've been in this super villainy game for half a century and I've never seen such an extraordinary collection. Are you certain these objects just don't appear larger through those tiny mechanical eyes of yours? Yes, yes. Let's all have a good laugh at the powerful man whose consciousness has been exiled to the confines of a toy robot. Oh, was I not being clear? That is precisely what I was doing, my tiny friend. Some of these weapons aren't even from this reality. This rifle is from some alternate Earth where Victorian-era steam power became the prevailing technology. I'm not seeing any drums labelled Deadly Nightshade. And this is a set of electrified brass knuckles for a person with seven fingers. Only I'm certain you assured me there would be an appropriate store of... Deadly nightshade, here. And this is a forty-five from a world where the Central Powers won World War One. How can you possibly tell that? The handle has an inscription in tiny, tiny letters. To my dear Fritz on the occasion of the Central Powers defeating the Allies in the Great War. Your loving Austrian-Hungarian mistress. Message continues on next weapon. That's a quick and dirty translation from the German. It's a bit more elegant than the original. You fistering, pusillanimous recreant. You've encroached upon my tegument with that lead projectile. Hmm. I do seem to have done that very thing. Now I seem to have done it a further three times. Not that I completely object to this course of action, you understand. Uh, but why would... Come now, King Wasp. You must know better than anyone that a certain measure of betrayal is practically expected of men in our line of work. My original plan was to leave you for dead, in fact. What? Well, yes, I suppose that checks out, doesn't it? I had to, as it were, get it out of my system. The convenient appearance of Mr. Eventide here meant that you would be spared in this savage but very much unavoidable turn of events. Mm, of course. And leading him here throws the authorities off your trail. No, that was just a happy accident. Now, step aside while I load up this wheelbarrow. We have a lot of... Wait a minute. You were the one who suggested I boast about my sinister intentions directly to the local authorities. Why would I want to throw them off my trail? Listen, evil is complicated, all right? Ten minutes later. Headquarters, Irons. Headquarters, go ahead. Fantastic response, Deputy. I can confirm the alarm was not a misfire. Storage facility below pumping station has been breached. Roger that. Oh, and completely unrelated to any of this, I just ran into Acting Mayor Champson a minute ago. He was pushing a wheelbarrow covered with a tarp. Says he didn't see anything suspicious. Nice guy. Anyway... About to proceed into the facility, but I'd prefer not to do it alone. ETA on Deputy Malloy? Hi, Sheriff. Ugh, ugh, that's, uh, excellent stealth skills, Deputy. Shall we? What even is this place? Well, you know how Contentment Corner tends to attract a certain element. No? You know, things that folks in other towns might not entirely be equipped to deal with. Still no. Stuff like the supernatural and super science, only... People often tend to use them for decidedly less than super purposes. Sheriff, what are you talking about? I admire your skepticism, Deputy. It's a trait that encourages rational thinking and undoubtedly contributes to your razor-sharp deduction skills. But, uh, let's say hypothetically that this town has, over the course of the last century and a bit, 
experienced a number of near-catastrophic and genuinely catastrophic events. Law enforcement has always been on top of these events, mind you, but when the dust settles, there's always... stuff. Stuff? Yeah, stuff. Death rays, cursed idols, previously animated stone gargoyles. Mayor Tyrannus always felt that it would be wise to keep this stuff stored safely out of the reach of those less-than-super folks I alluded to a minute ago. This hypothesis is getting too complicated. You know, maybe now isn't the best time to explain this all to you. That's on me. Tell you what, Deputy. You just draw your weapon and follow my lead. We're going in. If you say so, Sheriff. <laughs> it's all right, Deputy. You've got this. What? Of course I do. Huh. If I didn't know better, I'd say a number of items had gone missing. That's a real head scratcher. Sheriff, over here. <coughs> yes, Sheriff. <laughs> Come quickly. I must impart to you a matter of some urgency. Oh, why, Mr. Eventide? This is an unexpected pleasure. You wouldn't happen to know anything about... Can you not cease your infernal yammering for the merest instant to facilitate a man's final words? Well, since you asked me so nice, I reckon I might. Come, come closer, Sheriff. Closer. Yes, closer. No, that's too close. There. Now... Listen carefully. Yes? Either this veil of universal human ignorance goes, or I do. He's dead. I mean, obviously. I wonder what he meant by Sheriff, that. it looks like, among other things, whatever was being stored in this section over here has been taken. I can't be sure, but I think these 14 brightly colored warning signs might be an indication that whatever was in there was pretty dangerous. That section... Those are the items they confiscated from that Giroux character five years ago. I remember her. You must stand at least one yard from the transparent enclosure at all times. Do not allow the prisoner to engage you on a personal level. This includes giving the prisoner details about your private life and or backstory, including any details that might be used to manipulate you in a rhetorical or symbolic way. Do not allow the prisoner to become a sort of surrogate parent or sibling. Do not hand the prisoner any paper clips, bobby pins, or prison keys. Do you understand these rules? I do. Thank you, Agent Waters, for your diligence. You may enter. Please note that all interactions between you and the prisoner will be monitored and recorded for quality assurance purposes. Noted. Why, Sheriff Irons, what brings you to this ridiculous glass cage of mine? Howdy, Miss Jero. I... Uh... Sorry, have we actually met before? Well, not as such, but I do like to keep tabs on the goings-on in your little town. You've quite a problem on your rugged, working-class hands now, don't you? Boy, that ain't the truth. Seeing as our perp, well, alleged perp, don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, seeing as he or she or they absconded with, among other things, a device we confiscated from you. Oh, for heaven's sake, you ridiculous little man. It's your acting mayor who's causing all the trouble. How can you not see that? Acting mayor? You mean Mr. Champson? That he invited you to his home and practically told you to your face. You don't have to be Columbo to work that one out. Wait, how do you know about Columbo? I may have time-traveled in from the 1930s, but I didn't just fall off the turnip truck. Why would Acting Mayor Champson want to destroy the town he's sworn to protect? Sheriff, has it ever occurred to you that not everyone is in possession of the same infallible moral compass that you came equipped with? 
that, in fact, the entire reason you have a job at all is because some people, present company very much included, are motivated more by self-interest than by the so-called greater good? Well, ma'am, I suppose I'm just not as cynical. Oh, for fuck's sake! Open your eyes, you cornweed clodhopper. You've a bona fide supervillain running roughshod over the feeble collection of hayseeds you laughingly call a town. And if you don't, as they say, grow a pair, a pair of what I shudder to speculate... Yes? Well, I was working on a little pun based on your deputy named Cinder and your town being reduced to cinders. Only it wasn't quite coming together as quickly as I'd hoped it would. How do you know so much about... Listen, Sheriff, I'm likely to live out the remainder of my life in this ridiculous see-through prison. But I see something in you. A kinship, perhaps. Almost as though you were my long-lost brother. Hey, you know the rules, Jarrell. All right, fine. It's possible I hope to mitigate this interminable sentence by assisting the local constabulary in their inquiries. Or maybe I'm subtly manipulating you to my own sinister ends. I suppose you'll just have to trust me if you want my help. Trusting folks is my default setting. Yes, it is, isn't it? Now, listen carefully. Some years ago, I hid an auxiliary time travel device to prepare for the possibility of my primary time travel device being disabled. You mean we didn't confiscate it? Oh, Sheriff, I'm an evil genius. There's a simple equation for this, where X equals the number of backup plans you foiled and the total number of backup plans I had is X plus one. You'll simply never find all of them. Now, this device was hidden just outside a residence in Contentment Corner, and it's recently begun to malfunction. So while time has passed at its usual tedious rate of one day per day for everyone else, the residents of that home have been experiencing all manner of unusual phenomena. Now, if you go to that house and do exactly as I tell you... Orchid, honey, is that you? It's me, Dad. I'm in the foyer. Sheriff Irons! The same. Sorry for the dramatic entrance, folks, but uh, it may interest you to know that you've been stuck in this foyer since mid-April, and now it's late May. I suppose that would explain my overwhelming sense of deja vu. Right, like we'd been repeating the same sequence of events here in our foyer for weeks. Well, uh, I'm not sure how that makes sense given how time works, but... No, it makes perfect sense. I agree. In any event, I've located and disabled the device responsible for trapping the two of you in there. And as much as I'd love to stay and catch you folks up on what you've missed since around Easter time, I have an emergency to tend to. Of course, Sheriff. Good luck to you. Thanks. Take care, McAllisters. Wow, six weeks just gone. That's some pretty heavy stuff to deal with. Yeah. I could really use a drink. Headquarters, Irons. Go ahead, Sheriff. Deputy, am I correct that Acting Mayor Champson has been spotted climbing the radio tower? Affirmative, Sheriff. Right. I'm heading that way now. I need as much backup as you can possibly round up. Do you copy? I'm authorizing you to deputize any trustworthy citizens interested in assisting the Sheriff's Department. Have them meet me outside the radio station, ASAP. Copy that. Well... Danged if he didn't make it all the way up to the top of that radio tower. Good for him. Acting Mayor Champson, this is Sheriff Trace Irons. Hello, Sheriff. Something I can do for you. Well, sir, I've received information that suggests you may be involved in one or more criminal enterprises. Really, Sheriff? And may I ask where you might have received this information? You know... Mr. Acting Mayor, this entire conversation would be a lot easier if you could just climb down for a minute. 
Tell you what, Sheriff, I'm very busy up here at the moment, but I'll send down my representative. That seems fair. What in tarnation? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Acting Mayor, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but that small toy robot appears to be firing lasers of some kind. News to me, Sheriff. If I were you, I'd take cover. Now that's a damn sensible idea. I'll just die behind this car here. Uh, now, maybe I can use this time machine doohickey to get myself up there if I can just adjust. Alright, let's give that a try. Huh. Well, sounds like the robot is gone. Mr. Acting Mayor! Sheriff, are you still here? I thought you left hours ago. Hours ago? Oh, wait a minute. This here's a time machine, not a space machine. All I did was move myself forward in time. Well, if nothing else, I can at least go back to... Uh, I guess it could only move me forward in time. I don't remember Mr. O telling me that, but maybe I just forgot. Oh, good, the cavalry's arrived. see what kind of posse Deputy Malloy managed to wrangle up for me. Uh, hey there, Sheriff. Where's the fire? You're that security guard, right? Yep, that's right. A Jim security guard at your service. Well, I am glad to see you, Jim. We need all the help we can get right now. Uh, so is there a, 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 a truck or a... I beg your pardon? Are we uh, tying right under the hydrants there? Uh, will I get one of those smart red hats? Because I, I gotta tell you, Sheriff, I've dreamt of wearing one of those red hats since I was a little boy. Uh, you're uh, not under the impression that I need your help putting out an actual fire, are you, Jim? Well, of course I am. I asked you where the fire was, didn't I? Well, I I admire your enthusiasm, sir. But... Hey, you, whoa, whoa, yeah, you, you, you mean there's no fire? Well, uh, heck with this, then. Not even any fire. Well, uh, heck would a man even get out of bed? Oh, thank goodness, more help. Uh, Mr. Crazy David, is it? The rumors of my human demise were, as we humans say, Greatly exaggerated. Uh, and I'm dang pleased to hear that, sir. We have a situation up on top of the radio tower. There. Is that the private detective I see down there? Mr. Eventide assured me that he neutralized you some time ago, before he himself was neutralized. But no matter. I'm certain I have something here in my little bag of tricks. To... It is me, Mr. Acting Mayor. Despite what you may have been told by your associate, I am very much... Never send a dry cleaner to do a mayor's job. Acting mayor! Quiet, you. Now, Sheriff, further delays notwithstanding. I believe it's time we move to Phase 7. What's Phase 7? I was hoping you'd ask me that. Behold. Headquarters, Irons. Go ahead, Sheriff. Well, Deputy, uh, I'm, uh... Oh, jeez, I'm not sure how to say this. What is it, Sheriff? Well, uh, I'm out here by the radio station. Acting Mayor Champson has just activated some kind of device, and I think... Well, I must not be looking quite hard enough for the silver lining here, and I hate to bring anyone down in any way, but things are looking... Well, they're looking just a little bit unpleasant at the moment, if I'm being completely honest. Oh. My. God. 
Episode 24 of Contentment Corner featured Duncan Bosco as Agent Waters and Crazy David, Mark Bosco as Sheriff Trace Irons, Christy Brannan as Trojan Malloy, Robert Cooper as the narrator, Caitlin Obum as Giselle Giraud, Joseph Ravenson as King Wasp, Amanda Smith as Deputy Cinder and Orchid McAllister, Jason Wallace as Alistair Eventide, and Ron Algar Watt as Gart Champson and Chag McAllister. It was written by Ron Algar Watt and produced by Algar Productions. Copyright 2017. Hmm. I didn't know. I'm tired of it. If you go to that house and do exactly as I tell you, I think you'll find them to live the Well, heck, would a man even get out of bed if there isn't any fire? I'm right mind and write a letter to the editor.